Good Monday morning. Okay. Good Monday morning. <laughs> that was very dramatic. It's the dose and we are back. And it's Monday. Monday it's Monday. almost the last day of the month. Tomorrow's scary Halloween. <laughs> it is me, Mark. It's and me. And Jeremy. And Byron. And Tina's back. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Hey, we have a we have a CE class today at one o'clock, guys, on risk management at the Scottsdale office. Come on, come all. Get three hours of credits. Tina, welcome back. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a nice birthday celebration. I'm a year older. Yeah. And wiser ah. in just one you're weekend. Wi- you're just wise to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. Young, wise one. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we were talking a little bit more off air on permits. The new yes. permits up a cert- or 12%. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, so maybe we can talk August. about that a little bit because that's, that's a good sign. It from is last good. year that we um, still have a forward motion of new developments and building and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And you can see where they are. I mean, um, there are a few cities that have fallen up. We're up 12%, by the way. Um, and the last I looked, we were up through August on our permits. So we always compare year over year from January through August. And um, we're not anywhere close to where we were, by the way, in 2004 and five for building permits. So people who are worried about overbuilding, um, I wouldn't worry about that. If anything, I would worry about the fact that the cost of a new home is going to go up. It, mm-hmm. it is just not avoidable with all of the disasters we've had in our very yeah, near no. <clears throat> past here. We've got Northern California fires. You've got the Houston disasters, the Florida disasters, you know, poor Puerto Rico out there as well. Uh, we There's just going to be more demand for supplies, more demand for labor. It's going to put even more pressure on that industry. So mm-hmm. I so would- prices go up just naturally. Yeah, exactly. There's just no way around it. So expect- Lumber, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, is going to go up pretty significantly. Exactly. So even though we have these permits, bear in mind the permits that we're seeing today probably would not be slated until late next year, even the year after. The, what you're seeing built now or what they they requested last year. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of these are, you know, for, forward thinking, but whether or not they actually happen depends on, you know, what kind of traffic that they get through their, their the subdivision. The continued state of the economy. The continued state, exactly. Right. And so as a result, you're probably going to see them really trying to beef up what they have uh, either in terms of cramming more into one piece of land building up and trying Mark. to create value within there. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely see how, how things turn out. But the uh, multifamily is up 1% from last year. So not really a lot of growth on that level. And um, That's bizarre. It seems like there's multifamily popping up all over the place. But it is. Because it's been consistent. Yes. And it's really interesting, too, that when we talk about, you know, where logically we think they should be adding supply because where is our biggest shortage is under 200,000 and certainly under 250 as well. And you could even say under three. So you would think that naturally it would make sense to build multifamily in the under 300 market, but they do have some, don't get me wrong. They, they're selling some between two and two fifty, but the big bulk of their focus on condo and townhouses is 300 to 500,000, the same exact price range for their single family homes. Gotcha. What other little stats do you have up your sleeve, Miss Tina? If we were, <clears throat> you know, at a little barbecue or talking to some friends or, <laughs> you know, I, we, we talk a lot of that. If you have a few pieces of information up your sleeve at all times, yeah. 
that anyone can ask you any question on the state of the market when you're at a barbecue, when you're at a friend's house, when you're at a soccer game, and you could take them down the direction or the path that you want to and make yourself look like an expert. Well, I, that's so funny. Um, so often, you know, people will get asked that, especially once they find out that you have a license. Um, right. Then how's they're the like, market? how's the market? And the general answer is like, it's great. Are you a yeah. seller? It's great. Are you a buyer? Yeah. It's still great. Yeah. So, uh, but it's always nice to have a little something that they might not get in the newspaper to, to kind of throw out. And I call it like the mic drop stat. Yes. Like, oh, you know, I just was reading Terrace. the other day. Well, you know, if you're looking for drama, the new condos, brand new build condos, um, those types of sales um, are quite popular. People are seeing them go up everywhere. So it's a great conversation tool. But we have seen a 68% increase in the number of new condo sales um, from this time last year. New so build year condos. Over year, new build condos, not resale, not conversion, new construction. So we went from zero to 68 yeah, well, like, say if you're in Paradise Valley and you sold zero last year and right. sold 40 this year, right. Right. <laughs> it's like, that's a pretty big jump. That's decent. Yeah. So, but it is still a conversation piece. You're like, wow, condo sales up 68%. Boom. You want to get a hot dog? You know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's uh, kind of, um, that's, a, that's a good one. Also, <laughs> there's uh, also the uh, been some increases in your for sale by, I'm not some, sorry, not for sale by owners, your fix and flips. And fix and flip investors do target that particular price point between one and 300,000. So that is the type of uh, person that's catering to the first time home buyer that doesn't have the money to fix up do a place. Themselves, right? Yeah. And they're just not building anything new for construction them. for yeah. them. So <clears throat> your fix and flip uh, sales are actually up 22% as well. So as some, from this time last year, that's, month not over month. that's pretty, I mean, with all that's been going on. I mean, it clearly seems it's healthy the, to me though. Clearly it it's, like, the, it's the buzz out there and lots of what they're doing. And mm -hmm. you've got, we have a lot of investors. Yeah. We have a lot of investors with the, you know, with our brokerage that, mm -hmm. you know, due to our comp structure. So I feel like, you know, it's the, the, the pencil has to get sharper. Yes. You know, on what they're looking for on the things that they decide to take down. Yes. But it, you know, which I, I know has been more challenging. So it is surprising that it's up that significantly. They're, they're generally acquiring, um, the median sale price for acquisition price is right around 170 and sale price is about 210. So the areas where they can um, achieve that goal, which, uh, you know, ironically enough, that $40,000 spread has been consistent since 2012, since we've been tracking them. Wow. But $40,000 becomes a much smaller percentage of your overall investment when you keep having to spend more right. for the property. Right. Yep. So we've seen their percentage gains drop but the dollar gains stay about the same. And uh, so the areas that support that have typically been in the Southeast Valley, uh, if you take where Main Street is in the 60, that little strip all the way out to Apache Junction, all the way into Tempe, um, and then into South Phoenix, and up the I-17, and a little, like right around 51st Avenue and I-17, that strip on in the West Valley in West Phoenix, um, Maryvale, and keep an eye on Sunny Slope as well. Good yeah. old Sunny Slope. Slope. I'm the telling slope. you what. Slopes. Even my mother is noticing that. I took her to the, the doctor today to have her knee looked at. And uh, she's like, oh, there's a lot of good stuff happening out here. Like they're fixing stuff up. And I'm like, yeah, I still don't want to live here <laughs> personally. But, you know, I think we might be it talking about Sunny Slope in a couple of years from now. Like, can you believe the transformation? And 
they can acquire properties there in their price point and that area can support a, an upgrade. And you're also starting to see them along um, Cave Creek Road between 7th Avenue, that little shortcut, not 7th Avenue, 7th Street up to Cactus. So that, you know, where there's some mountainside yep, property yep, there. Yep. Prime real estate right in the middle of Phoenix. Um, so generally, um, that's where the flip investors are hanging out. In the Southeast Valley, you can see them still hanging out in the North Chandler area, North Gilbert. In the West Valley, Sun City is still very, very active with fix and flips. And that's an interesting piece out there, considering that it's Sun City and 55 plus. You're seeing downsizers within the 55 plus community. So those that had larger homes when they were in their 50s are now getting a little older. They're downsizing to Sun City homes, smaller, but they want them nice too. So right. the the flip investors are appeasing that market as well. So, uh, but you again, like you said, you have to be smart. You, and we're seeing a different type of flip now too. If you remember in 2011, you had to do a good flip. You couldn't get away with just a, a one coat of paint and resell it. You a had, lipstick job. Right, because right, you're acquiring a home that didn't have plumbing, didn't have electricity. It was gutted. It was completely <laughs> gutted, holes in the wall. So when you did a remodel, you, you, you know, you had the labor, everything was more, you know, affordable for a flip guy or girl. And, um, but now today we're seeing a little more of the shortcuts happening. Um, they're, you know, oftentimes they're getting a property, especially in like Sun City or areas of Scottsdale where you just have homes that haven't been touched since the eighties. They just need a little bit of updating. So, you know, they may not have to put in a whole new water heater or electrical or kitchen, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they might just be upgrading some of the paint and some of the fixtures and things here or there and making pretty good spread on those. I like well, it. Now it'll probably then next year, that number probably drops more significantly, I assume, obviously since, it, but there's still a lot of properties out there that are, that are prime for it. Always, like you said, yeah. Sunny Slope is prime for it. So yeah, you interesting just to see them. what happens. Yeah. Just follow the, the flip guys and you'll, you'll see the areas that, so as a, as a buyer, if you have a tolerance for what I call a transitional neighborhood, which would be considered sunny slope, mm -hmm. and uh, you have no problem moving in at the early stages of transition, you will get the maximum amount Absolutely. of appreciation out of that. Right. Well, let's stop there and talk more tomorrow on Halloween. Um, some more of your stats or your tips or your Some scary your stats. Maybe yeah, some areas some scary, we could target. Scary stats. You know, if we're out there trying to make our next play in the yes. market, where do we go? Where what do we do? is it? Mm. Let's talk about that tomorrow. And what's the future look like? I know we don't go too far. I give you headlights. Into the future. Headlights. <laughs> let's, like let's turn on the headlights for tomorrow. All right. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage, Alliance Property Inspections, and Bug Warrior. Guys, have a great day. See you tomorrow for Halloween. <laughs>